Hey guys, it's Melissa from MelissaObman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you are joining me for the first time, I just want to say welcome. Thank you for joining me. Please subscribe to my podcast if you enjoy this, as you'll be notified every time there is a new podcast. And for those of you who are returning and are loyal listeners, I just want to say thank you and welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about star children. I mentioned this on a podcast a few weeks ago. I was talking about my children and how I thought that my son was an indigo and my daughter was a crystal. And actually I was told this by a psychic before. So I wanted to talk to you about this new wave of children who are coming in because I know that many of you who are out there have children And even if you don't have children, you might have nieces or nephews, or you may work with children, because many of you are empaths, and so your life journey does have you working with children. And as a teacher, I see this myself. We have a whole wave of new types of children who are being born. And so working with these children can be very challenging, and that's why I wanted to talk about the types of starseed children that there are. This is very interesting, and I see it as an educator, but I also see it as a parent, and I can definitely tell you that working with an indigo child, and even a crystal child as my daughter is, can be very, very difficult because the normal parenting routines that we've all learned, those normal things don't work on them. And if you're a parent who has a child you think might be a little different, you totally get it. The things that your parents told you And the ways that they tried to tell you to behave, those will not work on your children. They simply will not. And I can give you a few tips on what does work for them, but I'm here to tell you that I'm still figuring it out myself sometimes. And my children are 17 now. So after having 17 years with them, I'm still not really sure what to do with them sometimes to help them because They don't follow the traditional, you know, the roles. What we learned as parents, you know, you cannot tell a child like that to do something simply because you said so. That does not work. (laughs) And unfortunately, there's a lot of things that do not work. So I just want to first talk about what are these starseed children? What are the qualities, characteristics that make up crystal children and indigos. And now there's a new wave of children coming in called the rainbow children. And I want to talk about all of that. So I know that rainbow children is also a term that is referred to for um, babies that did not incarnate into this world. So babies who were miscarried, but this is a different term. This is not the rainbow child that I'm talking about. So these groups of children called star children are coming in and they often get labeled with certain disabilities, but really when we look at what they're here to do, we would know that labeling them is really not appropriate. So I'll start with the indigo child. So indigo children, they were typically thought to start being born in the 1980s. 
Um, but I do believe there are still some indigo children who were born even in the early 2000s because, like I said, I was told my son is an indigo and he definitely fits the characteristics for sure to a T. So, first of all, I should probably back up. When I talk about star child, what am I talking about? So, a star child is a child, they're not any more special than any other child. They're no more likely to be successful or wealthy. They just display certain characteristics that identify them. And oftentimes, doctors will assign them different diagnoses because of these characteristics that they display. But they're identified because the colors that are assigned to them were the colors that were really shown in their auras or their energy fields. So indigos, they have a heavier aura that's filled with like dark blues and purples where crystal children have clear auras they're more transparent and then the rainbow children have varying colors in their aura so hence the name rainbow but they seem to arrive in waves these star children and again the first wave was the indigos but again I still believe that they were even born starting from 1980 up until like the late or early excuse me early 2000s so these are the characteristics of indigo children. They're very strong-willed and stubborn. They have problems with authority. They're intuitive and often psychic. They're creative and unafraid of trying new things, but they often lack patience and get frustrated very easily. And despite being rebellious, they need very clear boundaries and structures when growing up. They can be very insecure, and they are often diagnosed with ADD or ADHD. Now, that describes my son to a T. Like, every category gets checked off with him. And that can be very difficult because, um, sorry, Nala just dropped her bone. That can be very difficult because even though he needs structure and he wants structure, he also rebels against it. So when I set a rule for him... He will often get very mad when he gets punished for breaking a rule. He tries to fight it tooth and nail and it turns into a big argument because even though he needs the structure and he wants the structure and you can tell that he craves the structure, he also hates it. So it's very, very difficult when you have a child and you're, you know, you know they want structure, you know they need structure, but then they also treat you like you're the worst person in the world for having given them some structure. So that can be very difficult, and it's really a matter with these children of being strong and being firm in your position. And he is definitely the type of child that you cannot tell him because I said so. That will not work. He has to have a very clearly defined reason for why you're setting a boundary with him. And even then, if he doesn't agree with the boundary, if he thinks it's stupid, he will argue his point. And to the point of us both wanting to bang our heads on the wall, I had to buy him a big punching bag, or actually, thankfully, um, one of our friends bought him a huge punching bag so he could go and get out his aggression when he's frustrated because he is very physical with when he doesn't like something or he doesn't understand, he wants to take it out physically. So he has to have a big punching bag because he gets mad and wants to punch his punching bag. And it's very difficult because it's, like I said, he's not dumb by any means, but he is the type of kid that if he does not make a connection with the teacher and if he feels like the teacher doesn't care if he's there or doesn't care if he learns, he won't learn. 
because he knows the teacher does not care. And so why bother? And it's trying to get it through his head that it does not matter if you like the teacher. You're, you're going to have bosses you don't like. You're going to have teachers you don't like. You just have to do it. And for him, that is such a difficult thing because in his mind, why bother? You know, I know the teacher doesn't care, so why should I care? And it's been so frustrating for him with school. He did well in school until high school, honestly. And when he got to high school, he had a very big, it seemed like an overwhelming majority of classes where he thought he had teachers who didn't care about him, so why should he care? And that has been very frustrating with him. So that's the, uh, some of the characteristics if you have an indigo child. And so if you do, I feel your pain because although he's a wonderful person and very kind hearted, it's a struggle because it's, it's a butting of heads daily. So I get that, but he is extremely bright and extremely kind hearted too. I mean, he would, he would go to the ends of the earth for people if they needed him to, but that's just his character. So then you have his twin sister, and I think this is funny, and what a psychic told me was that they had to come into this world together. So she is a crystal, and the crystal children, they, again, were around the same time period, from the 1980s to about 2010, and I think the indigos are around the same time period too. And there are still some being born today. So there's not really a definitive time period for some of these things, but their auras are often very um, more clear and luminous, and they have big eyes usually. They tend to be described as people who are old souls. They're pure of spirit and very connected to earth and to animals and to children. And sometimes they will be labeled as on the spectrum. Now, my daughter was not, but some children are because they're so, they want to be alone and they're fine with being alone and spending time alone. And I can see that with her too. She's, she has social anxiety for sure, but they're okay with being alone. And so that tends to get them labeled as on the spectrum for autism. So these are some of the characteristics of crystal children. They're usually born to an indigo adult they're very touchy-feely and emotional. They make decisions based on their intuition and their feelings. They're often sensitive and have allergies. They like to be alone. They make lasting friendships. They're good counselors and, and mediators. They're often very musical. They connect with young children, animals, and vulnerable. They put forth, uh, com they, excuse me, they put their comfort ahead of fashion and they often have high energy like they they don't do well in places with large crowds because they feel very overwhelmed they can feel everyone else's energy they may be gay or bi they have an affinity with water they're often healers and have a calming presence and they're sometimes again labeled as being on the spectrum because they're so self-confined and the last wave of children coming in are the rainbow babies. Again, rainbow babies can be a term associated with babies who were um, miscarried or were born and then didn't survive. Those That can also be labeled as rainbow babies. These are not the same thing. 
So this group of rainbow children or rainbow babies, um, their mission is to heal and rebalance humanity and the planet. And they're able to reflect our distorted values back at us, but they're often, they reveal the truth to us. And they're usually seen as a little different. There aren't a lot of them around yet, but they're starting to come in. So a lot of people who are having babies now are having rainbow babies. They are at a higher vibration than the rest of humanity, and they're the ones who are going to bring gender fluidity. They will refuse to be categorized and contained. So when we're seeing a lot of these, you know, children who aren't identifying as either male or female, this is a lot of the the rainbow careers coming in to do this because it's like we so hyper-focus on gender and things like that, and this group is coming in. They're coming in to heal the planet and again to get us away from this gender categorizing. So there's going to be more gender fluidity with them. Um, They are generally new souls who have never incarnated here previously. And um, a lot of kids that I've worked with, one of the things that I see with them a lot is that they will have night terrors. And this isn't necessarily the rainbow children, but maybe the indigos and the crystals. And what I find is that many of them haven't totally incarnated here. So what I think that means is it's like they've got one foot over there and one foot over here. And they're just not really sure they want to be here because, you know, the other side, there's no worries. There's no uh, nothing that they have to do and have any kind of worry, doubt, the heaviness that we feel here. Really, it's it's the heaviness, it's the gravity, the weight that we feel here. On the other side, we are completely free of that. And so here, it's such a heavy, dense energy. And so I feel like a lot of children have night terrors because there are a couple of reasons. Number one, they could be experiencing past lives. They might be remembering past lives. Two, they may be um, seeing things. They may be getting visitors from either their guides or from departed loved ones, and it's scaring them because they don't know what it is because they tend to be more um, psychic. They're able to see those things more. And then the other reason is that they're not fully grounded here on earth because, again, that other place is so much better So it's understandable. It's like, I'm not really sure I want to be here. I'm not sure I want to do this. So I think for some children, it's like they need to be grounded here and told like you're safe here and it's okay. For others, it might be that they need to see and release a past life that's really haunting them, that they have those night terrors. I know personally, my niece is terrified of heights and she had night terrors. She really has a hard time going to sleep and also storms bother her. Well, with her mom's permission, you know, I did a past life regression with her and she saw a past life where she was in a plane crash. So it, ex- it really did explain her fear of heights and she doesn't like to fly and explained all of that. So a lot of these children doing a past life regression with them would heal some of that. Also just letting them know that it's safe to be here and asking Archangel Michael to be with them because he's really the leader of the rainbow crew of these children coming in. And, you know, I mean, it's really the transition when you think about it going from being 
in a place where there's no worries, you don't have any problems, to being in this place where the energy is so dense and heavy that, you know, it's, it's hard to be here in this space. So it's understandable why they, you know, they would not want to be here fully. So these are the characteristics of the rainbow children. They often appear to be in their own little world. They're very loving and generous. They're sweet, but they have a very, very strong, stubborn will. They're brave and able to withstand hardship. They often have to care for others. They're very likely to be telepathic, and that's one of the things they're coming here to do too. We're moving from being in a 3D world to a 5D. In the 5D, people will be able to communicate with one another more telepathically, so they're already able to do that. They have high energy, both physically and psychically, very large eyes. They're usually late to start speaking, so sometimes three or four years old very gender fluid or everything fluid really and they don't care what people think of them so again if you have a child a star child with one of these you know either indigo crystal or rainbow then you know it can be very difficult because the traditional parenting really doesn't work with them and it can be very frustrating, you know, and these children, unfortunately, often get labeled in schools as either being delayed or having being on the spectrum because, again, educators really don't know much about this, probably nothing about this. Most educators don't know anything about this. They're certainly not taught that at school because it has more to do with um, spirituality than it does with traditional education. So many educators don't know anything about this and so they're only taught to handle the behaviors and not really what's truly going on so that can make it very difficult and it can make it frustrating if you're a parent and you're going through the traditional educational system it can be very difficult for you and sometimes you have to be the biggest advocate for your child because uh, again we're just not equipped in the educational system to really handle these types of behaviors. Definitely one of the things that you need to consider when parenting a child like this is that you can't simply say, do it because I said so. You have to set clear rules, clear boundaries, and they have to be discussed with your child. So it's important that, you know, when you are making the rules, your child knows the rules and that your child also understands why you're making the rule because otherwise they, they don't like any sense of anything being unfair. There always has to be balance. And so if you're making a rule and they don't understand why, they are not likely to really understand and will get very frustrated easily and upset that you've made this rule and they don't understand why the rule is there. So with these types of children, I find that it's very beneficial for you to sit down with them and to create the rules for your house together because then they kind of have a say in it and then they can, you know, you can understand explain to them they can understand more easily why you're creating these rules like you know hey I don't want you to jump on the couch not because I'm no fun but because you could fall and get hurt you know so you have to actually sit down and explain to them why we have these rules and what that's all about 
And so I'm so sorry. Nala has a bone. She's not barking today, but she has a bone and she keeps picking it up and dropping it. So if you're hearing that, that's what it is. I think I have like an indigo dog. I don't know if that's a possible thing, but I don't know. She's just a puppy though. She's great and cute and lovable, but a will of mind of her own, a will of her own, you know, she's strong-willed too. But anyway, just take heart. You know, if you have a child who is you think an indigo, a crystal, or a rainbow child, you know, first of all, your child has special gifts and you should definitely embrace that. Not be afraid of it, but embrace it. And there are a lot of resources out there online that can help you. You can just look things up. Um, like I said, I did a past life regression with my niece because she was having night terrors and it really did help her. And I've done Reiki with children who've had night terrors. I call on Archangel Michael and ask him to come in and be with them. There are a lot of things that you can do. Crystals are really great with kids too because, first of all, they just think they're shiny, cool rocks. But they also balance the energies a lot too. So the clear quartz crystal is one that I will use with children often. And I will give them because it is like a, a stick, like a sphere, like a, not a sphere, a stick. I don't know what I'm trying to say, like a wand that they can hold, you know, and they like Harry Potter and that. So you know, I might tell them like, well, this is your special wand, but it helps you to feel more calm and relaxed. And there, you know, meditation is great for kids. Tappings, the EFT, emotional freedom techniques, those are great too. I, I understand that a lot of you may be struggling with, especially the sleep patterns, because I will tell you that my son did not like to go to sleep. And bedtime was a very difficult time in the house for us sometimes. And there was even a time, I remember when he was probably two, he wanted a cookie. This is how strong willed he is, and I love this story, but I was not happy about it at the time, but it's funny now. He was about two years old, and he really, really wanted a cookie. And it was 8 o'clock, and I said, no, it's bedtime. You know, he was supposed to go to bed at 8.30. I said, no, you can't have a cookie. It's too late. It'll keep you up. He was so upset. He did not understand why he could not have a cookie, and he was crying and screaming and, you know, throwing a two-year-old tantrum. And I just put him to bed, and he was still crying, but he cried himself to sleep. And I remember at around midnight, I walked into his room and just kind of crept by the crib because I wanted to make sure he was still asleep. And he sat straight up and cried, oh, cookie. And it was the funniest thing. He still had not forgotten about that cookie, even though he had gone to sleep and had been asleep for like, I don't know, four hours. He still was reminded of that cookie and was so upset about it. We laugh about it today, but that's the type of strong-willed child that I was dealing with. And, you know, it, it was a challenge for me. He really kept me on my toes all the time. And he still does. He still does. But guys, uh, you know, just know there's always help out there if you need it. And you can always get a hold of me if you think that there is something that I could do for your child. Um, you can look on my website for all of the services that I offer. I do Reiki, I do coaching, readings. Uh, so just get on my website and check that out. I wanted to pull a card for you before I left. So the card that I pulled for you is from The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. It is my capacity to tune into the energy of love gives me the words I need when I'm ready to speak up, the compassion I need when I'm, it's time to forgive, and the power I need when I am lost. 
So I love that. So when you tune in to the energy of love and you choose to do everything with love, you will have the right words. You will know when it's time to be compassionate towards people. And you will know which direction to turn when you're lost. So just tune into that. I want to thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. That helps others to find me and helps me with my mission to help as many people heal as possible. If you um, need anything from me, don't hesitate to contact me. And don't forget to sign up for our five-day free training for Manifest Your Best Life. In this training, every day we're going to give you some tools to help you start getting on the right track to manifesting your best life. We're going to start with clearing your own energy, then your old money stories, clearing those up, and your stories about your self-worth, self-esteem. We'll have many free training sessions in the group, and you have a chance to participate absolutely free. And the more you participate and the more people you refer to this program, you will also have a chance to win a free coaching session, a one-on-one coaching session with Heather, Doran, and I. She handles all of the financial stuff, and I handle the self-love, self-esteem, self-worth, those issues. And then we are going to select the next top five people who have participated and have recommended people in the group to win a free group coaching session. So again, it's a very, very, very amazing value that you have because it's over 200 bucks if you wanted to get a coaching session with us. So you're getting that free just for participating and you're going to get so much out of this program. I'm so excited about it. We're going to go live in the group. It's going to be great. So don't miss out. Sign up today and you can join us. And if you can't be there for the lives in the group, you can always watch the replays. That's no big deal. Um, You won't lose points or anything for watching it on the replay. So definitely, definitely join us. Sign up. It's totally free. And share it with all of your friends. We want as many people in the group as possible. And um, again, also don't forget to join me Tuesdays at 7 Central for Facebook Live. I will be doing a free card reading. It's always a lot of fun. I want to thank you for joining me. If you haven't already, go to my website and subscribe. You will get a free morning and evening meditation when you do. And I am not the type of person who's going to bombard you with emails, so you don't have to worry about that. But you will get a freebie, so go subscribe. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful day. I am sending you massive love and light, and I will talk to you soon.